and welcome to Crafting a Revolution, the podcast. My name is Katie Freeman, and I'm one of your hosts. Every week, we bring you interviews with makers and artists of all kinds from all over the world that identify as female, non-binary, and transgender. Today's guest is Jenna Pallant. Jenna Pallant is a rainbow-obsessed designer in Southern California, doing her part to spread happiness into the world one colorful interior project at a time. Jenna has an unusual design style called polychromatic whimsy, and over the past few years, her work has been featured in Darling Magazine, San Diego, Home and Garden Lifestyle, and Origin Magazine. She was born and raised in Nebraska and believes that through hard work and determination, anything is possible, even banning the beige in interior design. In a past life, Jenna was also a farm girl, musical theater performer, and television host, but now saves those talents for Instagram and YouTube. When not bringing delightful color into the world, she spends her time keeping her mental health in check, making her handsome hubby laugh, or just being a damn good dog mom to their random four. It was great getting to chat with Jenna. I am going to tell you that um, <laughs> you're going to find that we kind of start mid-sentence. Um, we were doing so much talking, I just decided to hit record, and Jenna gave me permission to use it all. Um so you, it might seem a little different because uh, the introduction isn't right at the beginning. And also there's definitely um, a little bit of like rage sharing about the Supreme Court decision for overturning Roe v. Wade. So there is a little bit of that that comes into play on this episode. Um, before I thank the patrons, I need to ask you, Pod Squad, to do something very important. And that is to head on over to podcastawards.com starting, well, today when this episode airs on Friday, July 1st, you can nominate and vote for Crafting a Revolution to win a, an award for the People's Choice Award 2022. 2022, yes. So again, podcastawards.com. You will want to go to the category of art to nominate nominate and or vote for crafting a revolution so again very important pod squad please go over to podcastawards.com and look for the category of art to nominate and or vote for uh, crafting a revolution the podcast all right now before hopping into the conversation with jenna i want to give a big shout out and thanks to the patrons over on patreon so thank you so much matthew from artigiano serio uh, for being the main podcast sponsor. It means so much uh, and helps the podcast in so many ways. Thank you also, Candice, CJ Woodgrain, Lee, Atlee Runyon, Annette, 513 Woodworks, Katie Thompson, Women of Woodworking, Kevin, Lefty's Woodshop, Christy, Twisted Twine, Jeremy, Jeremy Spies, Sammy, Go Sammy Lee, Rachel, Moody Makes, Laura Oakley Soap Company, Brandy, Studio Obey, Ellen, Little Bear Furniture, and Ethan, Ethan Carter Designs. Thank you all so very much for your ongoing support, helping to make this podcast happen every week. All right, let's head on into the conversation with Jen. Hit record. There you go. Okay. Now we'll do that. See, but we missed all the walking into traffic bit, but that's okay. Oh, no. <laughs> I thought you were already recording. <laughs> Uh, no. Um, yeah, I, I decided to take the route of, um, we have a local company called Ray Gun here in Iowa that, 
um, is very liberal. Mm. And they do like teas with like very like funny but protesty like stuff on them. Oh, okay. So I like went on Saturday morning and just bought like enough shirts protesting like all of the things like so I have enough shirts for like every day of the week. And then like I'm running a little late because I just got back getting my like gay as fuck haircut done so that I'm like, I just want to be like a walking like a walking protest wherever I go. Right. Nobody like questions where I stand. (laughs) Well, that's the thing is like the radical thing in society is to exist as who you are. Exactly. And I mean, that's a lot of, um, I mean, a lot of people think that my design aesthetic is just color, but it's not. It's, I mean, I'm about embracing who that individual is within the safe space that is their home. Mm -hmm. Um, whatever that may be, a house, rental, townhouse, whatnot. Um, But yeah, I just, it's, it's just wild that to exist as who you are as a woman is just, I mean, that's why I'm like, one of the reasons I'm so angry right now is because like, yes, I um, am married to a man, but Mm -hmm. I don't want children at all that has Mm -hmm. never been on my radar it was something I knew from a little like a little child that I did not want to do and Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. never been more thankful to live in California (laughs) I will say that and um long live some well just but but then I think of everyone else yeah and just the fact of like being reduced to a set of organs that we happen to have been like born with (laughs) like like our only purpose is to be an incubator um and we now know that that's exactly yeah what we are seen as in certain people's eyes because yeah yeah but anyway i know i know uh, I feel like this is uh, we're gonna try to hit some notes of like who's Jenna um, yes. <laughs> get uh get happy go lucky designer Jenna not jaded Jenna <laughs> although jaded Jenna I mean if anything my work my colorful mm-hmm. design work is I mean it's always been personal therapy for myself I mean my my adulthood is very much my second chance at my childhood mm-hmm. Um, so there's always been that therapeutic aspect, but man, it's like, I have to lean into that so hard because there, there are more days or not. I don't want to do that self colorful therapy. Yep. Um, but like yesterday I had a deadline and I was like, I'm going to get up and do this cause I have to do this. And I felt so much better because of yeah. it. Yeah. Um, which is the whole doer mm-hmm. mentality. Yeah, I mean, I totally get that too, but I definitely will say I've struggled. I struggled with like just the aspect of content creation and actually creating it all. Like I forced myself into the shop this weekend because I'm like, I have, like I need to make and I know that I'll I'll feel better when I get done. Um, 
Exactly. Yeah. But, exactly. Like, it's knowing still, that. Yeah. It, it's knowing that, but still, it was like the fact of like posting. Like right now, it, it actually makes me really sad to like scroll and just see all the like just regular everyday, like normal stuff. And I'm like, we're not in a regular everyday normal state <laughs> we haven't right. been for a while um well, maybe so, lean I, in, I mean my advice there would be to lean into make your content reflect that um i mean i just posted a reel this morning it's just me rage cleaning that's all it is and the <laughs> yeah. copy is about how angry i am <laughs> and like it's still colorful content because I'm in the portfolio house, right, but right. <laughs> but I'm rage cleaning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a happy like you know I have a I mean the the lyrics match with what I'm yeah. like what we're all experiencing, but yeah, I just um that's the thing like that's another scary thing I think on social media right now is that you see you do see the people that are just acting like everything's fine we're fine <laughs> we're fine. The little dog in the burning house is. like it's not fine no and god I mean, love I you if you can fake it i mean i haven't had any comments yet i think because i've been doing it long enough i tend to keep my i tend to keep my feed i don't want to say like fairly maker like focused but then like my stories is where you're gonna find like what right. i'm really thinking type thing at the moment um but yeah, you just get all of me yeah <laughs> I, mean, I mean if i i guess i am a rainbow like you get yes. all shades of jenna on my instagram i just i just don't care anymore like i do care of course care about my color loves yes i care about you know <laughs> equal rights and yes. that kind of stuff but like i don't know like in a lot of ways I mean, I've struggled with my perfectionism all my life because of the childhood I grew up in, but I don't know, in the last couple of years, like you are just getting the progress, not the perfection at all, yeah. which, and I think the days that you don't see me on social media or stories is when I'm really struggling showing up raw yeah. because I'm struggling with that perfectionism. Um, but like just me posting, I mean, my hair is dirty in it. I'm wearing my, you know, dirty hair, don't care stocking hat. <laughs> oh, I'm letting secrets out. Um, yeah, when you see that stocking hat, <laughs> that means my hair is like dry shampoo won't even help it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was just, it's raw and it's me cleaning. And I shot it last week. I just kept setting up the camera while I was doing it. And I was just like, cause that was a thing of, um, that about um, the me experience was uh, the, the brand new conference that my uh, dear friend Albie knows uh, just created here on the West Coast. Um, yeah, like that was the thing is like there, like a lot of those big contract creators really were like, just show up how you are. Like, and so I really took that to heart. And so I'm trying to lean into that. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, but it took me like over a week to post you know, or not mm -hmm. even a week, but like, it took me, you know, days to like put it out there. Cause it was still something different that I'm not used to doing. Yeah. But 
I just, like I said, I'm trying, I, I don't care, but I'm also trying not to be like, I don't know, perfectionism. It's freaking, it's a a virus in its own. Right. It's yeah, it definitely, I feel that. I think though, I, I hit the point. uh, I think I really hit the point with um, the murder of George Floyd, where I was like, Mm, fuck it like I'm just gonna like yeah that was I mean, a big turning point for myself yeah. as well yeah yeah I mean I think for me like my secret is you uh, probably during the last two years that most of the time when you see a dance video it's because I am pissed off and like right I just need to move and and then that's when I'm like I'm choosing a song, like you said, with like the lyrics that express how I'm feeling because I can't express them myself. (laughs) Right. Just at that point. Yeah. Yeah. George Floyd definitely made it. So my filter came off. Yeah. Um, I guess the perfectionism that I'm still struggling with is like the visual, Mm -hmm. the like showing up, like, you know, hair done and all that but um but also like I feel like get like lives have made it easier to embrace that as well um Mm -hmm. because my friend Terry Moore and I like we have our um granted we haven't been doing them great this summer because of summertime schedules but our usual weekly live like we just show up as we are and I think that in a way has been therapeutic from a content creator's perspective Cause you just, you start learning to not care about the fourth wall that's there. Yeah. Um, which with my theater background, I'm used to the fourth wall being there, but I'm used to showing up a certain way. Yeah. So it's, it's weird. It's a weird, um, like creative, real juxtaposition. Like how yeah. do you yeah. do both um, or actually get rid of that training and like lean into who you are um instead of being all like (laughs) (laughs) jazz hands jazz hands that's right Uh, (laughs) like okay I I feel like I have to you know pause and and at least give a chance for you to tell people who I'm talking to okay (laughs) yeah sorry I just talk to everyone like they're my best friend. Yeah, I, I'm good with that. I'm good with that, but I'm like, hmm, maybe, perhaps. We need an intro, yes. We okay. need a little intro. You tell me what you need, and I'm here for well, you. Well, see, I like to always start by asking my guests to introduce themselves, so I'm going to let you, like, I'm going to let you do that if you're, if you're good for it. I'm good. <laughs> Go for it. Hey, y'all. Uh, my name is Jenna Pallant, and I am a polychromatic designer that designs 100% to her own beat. Um, I, my life's mission is to ban the beige through, you know, my unique perspective. ADHD is my superpower. Um, and my canvases are interiors, you know, whimsical installations, upholstered myself pieces. Um, I actually got into the interior design trade as a furniture upholsterer. Uh, my background is uh, I'm a Nebraska farm girl. Uh, I grew up on stage, lit- quite literally, um, singing musical theater. Uh, most belters are long-necked, wide-mouthed. 
<laughs> Literally, Lady Gaga said it best. I was born this way. So um, <laughs> I was born as a brass, and uh, which is kind of like bled into all aspects of my life because I'm very like, here I am. Uh, I definitely like to peacock, but uh, yeah, I just, I want people to embrace themselves fully within the space that keeps them safe from society. And I just, excuse my French, I call bullshit on all neutral interiors. Society somewhere along the way has made that as a prize, more adult established feeling aesthetic. And I don't get it because I just, I can't, I mean, I might be wrong. I may be, you know, we're all wrong in some ways, but I just, I can't, I can't imagine somebody's favorite color is ivory right. or beige. I well, just, may I, I'm going to be controversial here. Not that's that fine. that's like new perhaps for me, but might I suggest that that color palette is more to establish the class of being white heterosexual totally totally it is it totally is that's a thing it's like this it's this whole this is what society prizes in the here and now and i just think it's disgusting (laughs) not only because it's just i mean creativity is the gift of life like Mm -hmm. And it's our light. And I just feel like when we're all trying to live up to this certain trend, that's darkness. And I just, I can't hardly stomach it. I mean, I don't even feel comfortable in all neutral interiors. Like, I, I'm just like, sometimes I'm like, am I an alien? Like, are we these art, like articles and magazines where it's like, oh, you know, the calm feeling of this all neutral interior, like makes it so you can come home and just relax and blah, blah. I'm like, I feel like I'm in a hospital. Mm-hmm. Like it's stifling. I just, I, I can't, I won't. I mean, that's definitely <laughs> that's how... the interior for you. Don't call me. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> and I'm you so... would be amazed by how many people reach out to me <laughs> wanting to hire me. And then I get to their house and I'm like, wait, what's going on here? And they're like, well, I just, I want, and I'm like, no, you don't <laughs> want the Jenna touch because nothing here (laughs) what like is this a trap (laughs) i think like yeah i'm i mean i'm with you because almost every everything that i make i color um now granted the last few things that i made i colored were just black and gold but it was still like i need the pop of gold on top of the black to make it right like, well and if you, you notice if you look at a lot of my interiors too um i balance everything heavily with white and black mm-hmm. um yeah so i mean there are like that's the thing is like i i want to do i'm like man that'd be a good show if like people in neutral interiors would just let me come in and add color because they can live in harmony. Like, I'm not saying you have to be as bold as me. Like, I'm not saying that at all, but I am going to call bullshit on the no color in your space. 
Yeah. Like I have one girlfriend, I won't name her, but I have one girlfriend that like my life's goal is to eventually get my hands <laughs> on her. Phone. And I, if she's listening to this, I don't even know. Like it's not my, it's not Ashley. It's not my best friend, folks. It's, a, it's another, it's like a good girlfriend, but I just, <sighs> I just, I want to get my hands on her neutral interiors. <laughs> like so bad. Like, let me at her, oh, but someday. So, okay, first, <laughs> first, since you're from like Nebraska and I'm in Iowa, we're like, you know, neighbors. Um, it's, I mean, who are we kidding? It should just be all one territory. It really, really should be. Iowa. What part of, what part of Nebraska? I gotta. Buffalo County, Kearney. So, Kearney's a, like the dead center of the United States is right on I-80. If you've okay. ever, yep. have you ever driven under the, um, oh gosh, I should know this. I mean, my brain is blanking right now. It's a museum over I-80 that's for, it's not the Mormon trail. It's called something else. But anyway, there's like this whole like. Oh, I like yeah, I haven't been that. I haven't been that far. I've only been like Lincoln, probably. Yeah, that's as far. I mean, I so no, I, it's two. It's two hours further west on okay. I eighty. Um, yeah. Honestly, Lincoln and Kearney, I consider them to be the twin cities of Nebraska. They have the exact same feel. Like okay. they just have that feel about yeah. them. Um, if I was, oh God. I mean, I never want to go back. No offense. No, I'm, I get you. But, um, <laughs> like the only place I would probably live if I did go back would be Omaha because there's culture and stuff yeah. there. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, but I grew up 13 miles northeast of Kearney on a, uh, a farm and I actually went to Gibbon, which is a, another small town, but I went to the University of Nebraska at Kearney. Can't spell flunk or drunk without UNK. <laughs> Um, but I got two music degrees there. Uh, I honestly wasn't planning even going to school in Nebraska. I was only going to go there for a year, but then some of the kids partied too hard and lost their music scholarship. So I actually got a vocal scholarship halfway through my freshman year. So I decided to stay and it actually ended up paying off in a huge way. Cause I got to be, I was on the board of directors for the Kearney community theater. I got to musical direct there while also being you know leads on main stages and and then the last two years of school I crazily enough was a television host for the lo local Fox affiliate not Fox News let me be clear yeah like yeah we're talking like family guy and everybody loves yeah, Raymond yeah so, yeah yeah I gotcha. <laughs> um, like raise at it again um, and then I had a segment called out and about with Jenna where I like went and covered farm shows you know Iowa farm <laughs> shows and dog race wiener dog races and all that you know, fun stuff yeah all that fun <laughs> stuff um but it's crazy because you know my dad also wouldn't pay for anything on the farm so us kids like the first successful story of child labor um you know so I was the oldest so there's a lot of stuff that like I did on the farm as a kid yeah and I don't know, everything in my life thus far, I feel has led me to room bloom on YouTube. Um, 
my husband and I bought this house here in San Diego and I know good contractors exist, but we couldn't find any to come out to Northeast San Diego County. So, so now I have to ask where in San Diego County, because I also lived in Oceanside for almost. Okay. So we're just, we're um, in the skillet from Oceanside. So you just take 76 inland. We're out by the tribal reservations. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's like San Diego's best kept secret, uh, Palma Valley country club, like John Wayne lived here. (laughs) Um, when you pull into the gates, it's like, you're stepping back in time. Like the grass is like all green and, (laughs) and it's literally like you're stepping back in time because most of my neighbors, (laughs) you can just imagine what their politics are. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say. So, um, as the liberal unicorn of the neighborhood, I uh, <laughs> decided to start renovating our house myself when we moved here. Um, and they really don't know what to make of me. Like, if if you are one of my faithful color loves listening to this, you know that my latest Room Bloom episode is me painting our brick exterior inked blue by Bear, and. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'm the bitch in the blue house now. Who knows? There you go. There you but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a, yeah, everything I feel like has led me to what I'm doing now. And I'm jaded Jenna, but I'm very, <laughs> very happy <laughs> also. So, well, so where, how'd you get into like doing this for others? Mm, that's a very good question. So um, Dee and I started dating in 2012. I was working at um, New Village Arts, which is a professional theater company in Carlsbad, mm-hmm. which you know where that is. That's crazy that you lived in Oceanside. Mm-hmm. Wait, you lived here and then you moved back? Well, my mom had a stroke, so we moved back to be close to family. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry. Thank you. Yeah, it was it, otherwise I'm pretty I didn't realize you were it. you were applying for sainthood status. Okay. <laughs> like, I, like, God bless you, because I, like, I don't think anyone well, can get me back. To be, <laughs> like, okay, anything. so to be fair, where we live now um, has, like, per capita as a higher queer community per capita than Saint than San Francisco. So like oh wow here, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Like Iowa City is like very liberal, very do you like, feel safe there? Yes. Now Good. you get outside into rural area and it's like all right. of a sudden like if someone's like, oh what's your husband do? I don't like correct them. I generally just like go with it because I don't know how safe I am in those spaces. Right, right. So. <laughs> no, I get that. Yes. I get that. Yeah. So I'm, I totally get it. Yes, we probably would have stayed at least longer. I don't know if we would have stayed forever, um, but we met, we do miss California. I don't miss the traffic. I will never miss the traffic ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the thing is, is like, you just got to figure out the po- the pockets and like being granted and you had to deal with the five. Sorry, people listen yes. to like what, but the five is the devil. Like yes. I'm inland. So I yeah. get the HOV lane on the 15 yes. and I will happily pay <laughs> those pennies on a dollar right. to drive the HOV lane. Like, right. 
Because if I'm going to a client's house, I'm like, I'm not going to waste my time in traffic. I'm going to get down there, get back to my house. And, you know, because that's another thing people don't realize about interior design is 80% of it is on the computer. Yeah. Like some days I'm literally like, I have nothing to show you except me (laughs) sitting on a computer. Right. (laughs) Or a phone ordering stuff. Right. Like, that's not fun. No. I get that too. Yeah. Jenna. It's like, well, either I'm like actually demolishing something and have footage for you, or I'm boringly on a computer. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, I spent um, the last like couple of years when we lived there, like I commuted every day from Oceanside down to La Jolla because I worked for a a med device company. Oh my God. Okay. I get it. (laughs) I get it. Never mind. She was in the five hell and the five yes. has no HOV lane. Nope. Fast track. Like, and there's nowhere for them to expand. Like, I don't nope. know what they're going to do. Cause I don't know when you guys left, but it's, yeah. I've been here 13 years and it has gotten so much worse. I don't doubt it at all. <laughs> but people just keep moving. And now yeah. like now yeah. we're going to, I mean, now we're going to be the promised land. Cause I don't know if you saw Newsom put on the ballot or he's putting on the ballot where they're going to make California safe haven for all women. Oh, no, I didn't. Yeah. He just that. put it on. Also, I just realized when did TikTok make it so you could stop downloading their videos? Oh, I don't know. I didn't even realize they did. I can't get, I can't download any of them. You can huh. either like, I saved it to, de- sorry, yeah. I'm pulling out camera. Yeah, no. I saved it to Dropbox was the only option it gave me huh. and it saved as a URL. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I share anyway. just directly to stories usually. But um, it won't, it, Instagram and stories yeah. is blocked out now. Oh, so I did that yesterday, but it's only blocking out in certain countries. And the U.S. is not one of them. So is it the video that I was trying to share that was blocked? Yes. But it's Newsome. So, but I shared something too that was like civil rights based. Um and and that's what it did to me like it still shows up as like a red box but there's still views on it in the u.s it just doesn't go to certain countries that you know oh, really so don't want their people so i could hit the stories thing and it can yes. go to that It'll it can go, go to that it just blocks like it will say it blocks a bunch of countries but if you go through the list the united states is not one of them so, oh, okay yeah sorry i was like this morning i was like i'm so gonna share this video of news right, right. saying this so people know this and then i was like what is going on <laughs> Wait. Yeah, I think it's like I uh, just based on what I shared yesterday, which is also related to to the whole thing um, on the 14th Amendment. But like it did the same thing. And at first I was like, what? What the hell? But like I went through the list and it's like basically blocked in all the countries that like like, severely don't want like severely don't want their citizens to have right okay so russia's (laughs) not seeing my tiktok that's fine that is fine okay sorry i totally got off on a tangent what were we talking about (laughs) we were talking about traffic but anyways (laughs) and safe haven california being safe haven now oh yeah Um, but anyway well we'll take you back at any time when you're ready to move back but no that's good to know about Iowa City I didn't know that yes um but I lived in um my first job out of college was in Fremont Nebraska and that was was there that was like one of my 
the like worst experiences in my sure. life. Um, so I'm not a bit like I have a short list, but there is a list of like states that I'm okay if they just didn't exist. Um, and Nebraska tends to fall on that list pretty high up. But yeah, no, I get it. I get it. I get it. No, I totally I um I'm a I'm a Trump orphan, so I am going on, yeah, two years of radio silence from my nuclear family. And oh wow. Yeah. So wow. I I have similar feelings. <laughs> um, that's why I'm like, you couldn't pay like I just I yeah, don't know see myself ever. Um just makes me sad because yeah. there's so much conditional love in that state. I mean, I think you're right to some degree. It's um it's a little bit of a Midwesty thing. It kind of is based on like what European groups settled um here, right? Like it it definitely comes yeah, very, very Catholic, mm-hmm. a lot of Polacks, a lot of yep. yep. So yeah, it's just um yeah, because it's it's I know that they like people are gonna be like, what? How can they mean well? But like it's weird. Like they mean well, but their love is conditional. And they can't see past that. Right. And it's, um, I don't know how else to put it. Well, I mean, to me. Unless you've grown up in the Midwest. Yeah. Like my best friend, Ashley, I don't know if you know this. She's from Wisconsin. Oh, okay. Um, (laughs) And we met at New Village Arts Theater. She was the graphic designer there. Um, So I've actually known her longer than than my husband. Uh, But we have very, I mean, that's one of the things her and I bonded over is just like, we were both our mom's best friends because that's another thing is like a lot of mental health is not a priority there correct yeah you want to you want to hear somebody's asshole titan mention <laughs> my therapist said it's like everyone at the table like Wrong. right <laughs> um, yep yeah and i just like i get off on that like i like seeing him squirm when i was back in 2019 i was like i just every chance i get i'd be like well my therapist joni it's like yeah. Uh-uh. And I'm yeah. Like, yeah. No, no, I, uh, yeah. I'm, anyway, I'm like, considered, I'm considered the crazy one in the family because I go to therapy. Like, right. So I'm like, I'm like actually, actually, it's the rest of y'all. <laughs> You're not dealing with your shit. Um, <laughs> you, need to, you need to talk to someone, dad. Like, it's not right. Like, what you're, what you, like, the rage you're feeling. Or mom, the depression you have, like right, yeah. Mm. No, I I get it, I get it. I mean, to me, what you're describing is like a similar feeling of, like you know, me coming out and just being told, well, you know, we hate the sin but love the sinner, and it's like, no, you 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 don't understand. There's like no like you can't disconnect. Like this is yeah. Me. There's no there's no <laughs> and or yeah. Like, <laughs> That's the thing is like, there's this and or with the conditional love and it's just, um, and stuff that like, I mean, other like past relationships had like told me about my folks and I didn't believe them. And then like stuff happened in the pandemic and it was like, oh my gosh, like, like certain things people had said to me over the years about my family. Like all of a sudden I was like, I got what they meant. 
Mm-hmm. And it's like, I just didn't, I mean, coming from a blue collar family, I naively thought that I had no privilege because I remember years where we couldn't buy right, right. tennis shoes for PE because it didn't rain and the crops didn't produce. Right. But I still had privilege. Mm-hmm. I still had a leg up on most of my classmates. I mean, the whole reason given Nebraska existed or exists still to this day is given packing. And we used to have Norbest turkey plant. Yeah. So we had both those plants. So we had a very high Latino, Hispanic, yeah. yeah, Hispanic population. And, um, you know, most of my classmates, like I remember them like having to be the translators for their parents and stuff like that. And, um, but for some reason, like it gave some of us empathy, a very few, like, mm-hmm. right. And then, cause I mean, there's so many of my classmates Granted, there was only like 37 of them K through 12, but like, there's so many of them that I'm just like, I cannot believe it's like, wow, the stuff you see them post and it's just, it's jaw dropping. Like, how did some of us end up with the empathetic heart? And I don't have the answers. Right. Right. But man, I feel it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, I mean, when I like working in Fremont, that's it was uh, Hormel that brought me there, um, mm. but I was one of four females in salaried positions out of 400 people, and um, I was the first to leave, and the other two who hadn't been there, like, forever and were, like, entrenched left shortly after me, and um, it just wasn't, like, you know, it was not a good environment. And I struggled watching, like, like you said, the empathetic heart, like I struggled watching because like all the workers there are like, you know, well, and then Latino, so you probably know better than I do. But I was seeing articles during the pandemic about the working environments, like, Mm -hmm they were just like lying to them or like paying. I read one, they were like paying them at like time and a half if they would continue working. Like what? So like, and then there's like the education standpoint and like the need, the financial need aspect. So like, of course, a lot of these people are going to keep working. Mm-hmm. And like, how many of them actually knew that they were like working, in, you know, possibly going to get sick? and or did get sick and yeah. possibly die. Like, it's just, I, I, I hate it here. <laughs> I hate it here. I get but you. I get you. We only got one earth. I, we do only have one earth. Um, and not all unless, of us have paid those money. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I guess we got, we got front rows to the end of this shit. <laughs> Uh, oh somebody bring me popcorn please okay (laughs) yeah (laughs) absolutely um you know what something hard because i don't want to limp away from this shit (laughs) (laughs) that's also a value a valued uh opinion (laughs) we're gonna do this let's do this a hundred and 79% just like go full throttle and hit it and just be done with it. Like, (laughs) 
Yeah. You know what I'm realizing? We totally went off on a side tangent and I don't think we actually like got to, how did you get to do this in other people's homes? <laughs> okay. That's the question I was, I was like, we're going to get, oh, that's what I was talking about. I was talking about musical theater. Yes. Okay. So I was working at New Village Arts. Daryl and I started dating and um, he could see something that I just wasn't ready to admit yet. Um, so I hadn't even been there like a year at the theater, but it was like, I had finally got the job I thought I wanted, um, had just gone through callbacks for the upcoming season. I got hired under the, uh, I guess the, under the idea that I could work at the theater company and also be part of it. So anyway, I did the like work there till the new season got a callback, getting ready to walk on stage for my callback. And the head director lady who was um, going to be playing Nurse Ratchet, which I was the callback for the other nurse and the one that flew over his cuckoo's nest. And she told me right before I walked on, <laughs> like, we just wanted to compliment you. Like, you're very talented, but like with, with your work, you know, responsibilities. We're not going to be able to allow you to be part of the company, but we wanted to give you the compliment of this callback. And then the director's like, come on stage. I'm like, ah, what? Right, right. So fast forward a couple months, Daryl and I are drinking some wine and he pretty much was like, what do you want to do? And I'm like, oh, I'm doing what I want to do. Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, but you don't seem that happy about it. <laughs> And so I just said, well, how about like, I'd like to try my upholstery hobby as a business. And he's like, great. I don't like do that. I don't care if you make $5 at it. And um, yeah, so gave my notice on December 18th. And that January, I went full-time with Homebird Upholstery. I already had a name Mm -hmm. um, because I was doing it like on the side randomly but yeah and some of the board members at New Village Arts were like some of my first clients you know they were not the most colorful but uh yeah here we are a decade later and I've been yeah basically end of 2012 beginning of 2013 I've just been doing this so yeah And I've been very, very fortunate that it's all been word of mouth. I really haven't had any, uh, I mean, it's crazy. I think that December was my first Instagram post when I quit, like not of me quitting, but like 2012. 2012. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. That was like my first Instagram post. It was like a picture of me and Brooke White from American Idol because I had booked her at the theater for a Christmas concert. Oh. And that was like my very first Instagram post. Like if you really scroll back, I swear it's my very first one. And so it's like crazy to think that like right when I like decided to go full time with just straight up creativity, Instagram was coming out. So that has been, I will say, an adventure in itself and has also helped along the way getting clientele. Um, but yeah, just in the past couple of years, because of my YouTube channel, now I've gone from just doing upholstery to doing full interiors for clients. Um, 
and so uh, how long have you had the how long have you had the youtube channel the youtube channel my first i think the first episode was i think it's august of 2018 so but i've always been a, sh a shower not a grower <laughs> So, I mean, that's the thing with my, with my projects, everything's like pretty big. So I have, as a YouTuber, I've not been great about getting content out all the time consistently. Like they're always pushing us to do, um, planning on making some changes to that this year, just in the later quarters, trying to show more of like me and like the actual process. But you know, it's that dang musical television background. Like I'm used to being like polished and having edit control and it's probably why I don't like the TikTok. <laughs> but uh yeah so it's 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 been a wild ride but it's been fun. Do you I mean do you think you're like is your aim to get more into like television? Oh 100 percent I want my okay. own television show that is <laughs> that is the goal. Um it, which I, when I, when I quit musical theater, I'm not really quit. I don't use like the word quit. When I put a tack in musical theater, um, and went the interior route, television wasn't a goal. It wasn't until we bought this house and I was watching like Fixer Upper and mm -hmm. nothing against Chip and Joanna Gaines, but like, if I see any more ship laugh, <laughs> let me scream into a pillow, but, um, I was watching their show and like, I love everything they're about minus the aesthetic. Yeah. Um, and I just thought I can do this. Like I, like when I was a television host in college, we had a, like a $50 budget. Yeah. I was not only the on-air host, I was the editor, the copywriter, the stylist, hair and makeup. Like I did it. I had to do it all. I was part of the promotions department, but it was my boss. We had one editor, Tori, and me. Well, Tori had to do all of the promotion editing for the news channel, the um, the NTV, which was our, um, you might know NTV mm -hmm. being in Iowa, but, um, you know, NTV was the bigger fish. We, Fox 4 and 17 was more the redheaded stepchild. So yeah. I really had to focus on our stuff. I mean, Tori was there to like create my opening and stuff like that, but like the packages and stuff I had to create. Um, which they were, it's funny. They were like in commercials. So I, it was either a minute or less. Well, think about reels now. Yep. Like, it's just crazy. Like, that's like, sometimes I'm like, what is like, I mean, I think I'm very much in control of my destiny, but there's just some things that feel so kismet that mm -hmm. you, you feel like, okay, there's something bigger play here. Um, yeah, because I was creating these small little packages. I had to pack a lot of information of very little time. I mean, I remember um, Mark Bomber, the head of the news department at NTV, like one time we were in the break room and he was like, I wanted to compliment, like he, I just remember he like, I don't remember exactly what he said, but he was pretty much saying like, like if you ever want to come to the news side, like you're really good at putting together small, complete packages with a lot of information. And then now we have reels. Right. And that is something I just need, I know personally, I need to lean into as a content creator, but you know, it's just another thing to yeah. add to the to-do list. 
do you think like do you think ever about using that knowledge as something to teach no okay <laughs> <laughs> the only so here's my thing um to those that want to teach influencing like more power to you mm-hmm. it's just this is very much my second chance at childhood. I spent most of my childhood being my mother's therapist and trying to keep the peace between my two parents. And in a lot of ways that stole a lot from me. And so I am strictly here to inspire or to hire. (laughs) Um, (laughs) My theater kid is showing. Um, But yeah, I just, and I also, I don't want to be ever be a gatekeeper of creativity. I, um, you do not need me to be creative. Like you do not, I just don't want anyone to ever feel like they can't do what I do because there is enough success for us to go around. I, um, I'm getting over the past year heartbreak from this, um, from the DIY community. And I just, it has made my why so much clearer. Like Mm -hmm. my why is not a money grab. My why is not to be a gatekeeper of creativity. My why is to spread my creative light and help others embrace the color that makes them them. And I just... I struggle with social media a lot of times, both for the narcissism of it and also just, I don't want anyone to ever come to my profile and be, feel bad about themselves. I want my corner of the internet to be colorful and inspiring. Mm -hmm. And I just, I I don't know. There's just the teaching of it. I, to me, it's too much shooting on the individual. Mm -hmm. And I just, I don't want to, um, I don't want to tell anybody how to spread their light. I just want to encourage it. So I hope when people see my reels or my interior designs, it inspires them to live more boldly within their space and also within themselves. I don't know why one of my like things in life has been anytime that someone has told me to change. Every time they (laughs) double down on me. Every single fucking time I double down on me. I mean, when I was pursuing acting here in Southern California, both in San Diego and Los Angeles, I got told I should get a nose job, tan, change my hair, change this, blah, 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 blah. And it was just, it just pissed me off. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, that's another thing that feels so kismet with Daryl and I is like, I'd gotten out a really toxic bad first marriage and the universe just put him in my path. And like, we have 13 years difference between us, but like, and we're so different. Like he's black and white and I'm like, let's mix all the colors together and make gray. Um, But you know, he just, we come from very similar backgrounds and he has very much encouraged me to do what I'm doing now. Um, and I just, yeah, I just, I, I can't see myself ever teaching that. Um, and, you know, maybe that has to do a lot with like, I was bullied K through 12 as well. 
So I just, anybody that feels like a gate, like any sort of gatekeeping to me just makes me go, ew. Like I don't, and maybe that's why, I mean, I get told a lot on Instagram, like, I love that you're real. And I'm like, well, probably another reason why I haven't ever blown up because I am too real. No, but it's just, but I think maybe that's why I'm real about this stuff. And I just like, I'm starting to just really not give a fuck mm-hmm. is because I'm just so tired of people trying to fit people into like these certain boxes or you need to be this way or you need to be that way. And I guess teaching influence to me feels a lot like that. Hmm. If that makes sense. I don't know if that makes sense, but it just, I mean, yeah, it makes, it makes sense. Like I don't even like the word influencer. Like I like content creator, like influencer to me, like when someone was like, well, we do have influence and that just, I don't know. It just makes me like, Cause I was, I was super, not super popular, but I was popular in school, like K through 12, you know, it wasn't a big school. It was like 600 people total. Everyone knew who I was cause I was in everything, but I was also, I will say probably one of the loneliest people growing up because I was always getting told like, Oh, blah, 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 you should be this, you should be that. Blah, blah, blah. It just, all that noise, but for whatever reason, I've always just doubled down on me. I mean, our captain of the football team told me one time that he's like, you're so weird. And it was either Alloy or Delia's catalog had this like muscle tank top that looked like a football Jersey. And it said it had zero, zero. And it said weirdo across it and had like rhinestones. Yeah, I'm yeah. not even a rhinestone kind of like wearing kind of check, yeah, yeah. but I bought that. <laughs> And I wore it to school, like a badge of honor. And I remember he saw it and he kind of rolled his eyes and like laughed one day. But I just, and I don't know why I'm like that, but it's just, I don't know. So I guess to answer your question, no, I will not be teaching influence. <laughs> if anything, all I want to do is encourage everyone to get a therapist. <laughs> that If I'm going to use my influence for anything, that's what it's like. Embrace your weird and get a therapist. There you go. <laughs> you heard it here first. That's your tagline. You're on out. <laughs> I love it. Um, well, we're actually like we're at the end of our time. We made we got through the hour. Um, hey, do you without, have any other questions for me? Do you want me to answer so. real quick? I don't think so. I think we we got through it without being too ragey, which I'm proud of us for. Like we didn't. Yeah, I could have been really ragey. I know. I could have too. So. <laughs> Like, are we still recording? Yes, we are. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay, I'll keep my filter on. Okay, okay. <laughs> but I like to, I do like to, uh, I want to give you a chance to like, let people know how they should find you all your, all oh, yeah. stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, if you liked my uh, random ramblings. There is a lot more where that came from on both my Instagram, which on all socials, I am at Jenna Palant, which is J-E-N-N-A-P-I-L-A-N-T. That's right. It's French, Palant, not Palant. <laughs> Jenna Palant. And then I, you can watch my self-produced home renovation show, Room Bloom, on YouTube. Just type in either Jenna Palant or Room Bloom, and it should come right up. Um, and then my website's jennaplant.com. I'm getting ready to launch 
been talking about it, I think for like years now, but I'm actually going to be launching my newsletter in July. And just because YouTube and Instagram, you know, I just don't feel like I have a direct link to you color loves. So I am going to lean hard into the newsletter because I feel like that's a direct link to you all. So yeah, I've had so much fun on this. Like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. YouTube Absolutely. Channel. Yeah. <laughs> and you can Absolutely. use the video. I decided you can use it. You can. I you're going to lean into it now. Okay. I'm going to lean into it. I've been talking about perfectionism. Right. And like, why not get the real Jenna zits That's and right. all? That's right. Zits That's and right. all in my dirty office. Like I didn't even, I half cleaned. I, I only see the half clean part. So, you know, <laughs> I was like, I had the best intentions always. That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right. So again, that was Jenna Pallant, Um, and I will include the links on how you can follow along with her in the show notes for today's episode. Best place to find that is in the description for the podcast episode on your podcast app. Uh, you can also find it in the description box down below if you're watching this on YouTube. And lastly, you can head on over to freemanfurnishings.com forward slash podcast. Uh, a reminder uh, that podcast awards, um, People's Choice Awards are happening right now. So head on over to podcastawards.com, the category of art, and nominate and vote for Crafting a Revolution. It would be greatly appreciated. Um, I know these awards get quite a bit of visibility, and this is the first year that I have entered the podcast, so it would mean uh, so much to me to, um, to have your vote over there. Please follow along with the podcast on Instagram at Crafting a Revolution, all one word, no spaces or underscores, and you can find your host over there as well. Myself, Katie Freeman, you can find at Freeman Furnishings, and my co-host, Katie Thompson, you can find at Women of Woodworking. All right, next week, uh, well, this weekend is holiday weekend in the U.S., July 4th holiday weekend. Um, if you're celebrating, I hope you do uh, have a safe, safe and good time. And uh, next week, we'll be back with two brand new episodes. So in the meantime, let's go craft a revolution, y'all. <laughs>